welcome to the Think Factory podcast. We got one question for you. What keeps you up at night? Welcome to the Women's Roundtable podcast powered by the Think Factory, where we learn how women think big and grow their businesses. My name is Laura Saclari, a partner with Outside General Counsel Solutions, and I'm the host of today's episode. I'm happy to have with me today Kim Fisher, the Human Resources Manager at Pipestrong LLC and H1O Technologies. Um, Kim is an employee-centered innovator whose forward-thinking approach to managing her company's uh, human talent has made her a standout in her field. Kim also has a unique talent as a female leader in the traditionally male-dominated energy sector and has great perspectives on that to share as well. Kim, welcome to the Women's Rat Run Table podcast. I'm happy to be talking with you today. Laura, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this. Great. All right, Kim, so starting us off, tell me a little bit about Pipestrong and H1O and the industries they serve. Uh, Pipestrong was established in September of 2018. I joined the team uh, 2019 around June. And as I started at, at Pipestrong, I started learning more about the energy industry. They uh, are, we are a contractor for a gas utility. We do a lot of work for uh, different gas utilities throughout Illinois and actually some in Indiana, Michigan, and we actually have crews out in Virginia. We take the pipe and we put it in the ground for the utility companies, and we also replace the old pipe that is in the ground that can cause leaks um, and cause other issues. Then we have H1O Technologies. They were established in 2021. They do the camerating of the gas pipes and the sewers to check for, as we call them, cross bores, which can cause... um, gas leaks and honestly can cause homes to blow up, which is what we try to avoid always happening. So that is really a key factor and really important for um, H1O to be doing for different gas utilities. That's great. So um, both in both of the businesses are working in the natural gas sector primarily, um, and then one really does help service the other, and they're both critically important um, you know, in the utility and and natural gas area. So as an environmental attorney working as outside counsel to various energy companies, I definitely know firsthand how highly regulated the work is, as well as the workforce, uh, particularly when running a union shop, which I know that Pipestrong is. Um, Tell me about the employees at Pipestrong and really the uniqueness of the talent pool that you work with. So we are a full union shop. Our guys out in the field come from the laborers union, the pipe fitters union, and the operators union. And when we are working in Illinois, we work with our local unions. Um, when we step out of Illinois, there are, as I call them, different levels of uh, field workers. You have the gas industry, which goes into distribution or transmission. And um, those come from a those union field employees come from, as I call them, a special pool of local workers, and they are pulled for specific jobs and only for those specific jobs. 
when we are doing work locally in Illinois, they're uh, part of, uh, as we call it, uh, the local union, say Chicago laborers, and they come and work with us, not for just the job, but they tend to work with us continuously. We have had some of our guys who have traveled for us to some of the other locations. We have started a cruise up out in Virginia. And when we started the cruise up out in Virginia, we brought our Chicago local guys out to Virginia to help train, as I call it, the pipe strong way, um, the guys how to do work out there. So then there's a process of where, as we call them, bennies or benefits have to transfer from the local union out in Virginia through Washington all the way back to their local union here in Illinois. Um, the talent pool that we get there, you don't really get to pick and choose. You get what gets called from the union. Uh, we have a lot of great guys on our workforce uh, that we have had great relationships. They know they can call me 24 seven. I try to make sure that it's, uh, we the relationship that I have with them is a friend relationship that they know they can count on me, call me for anything. They're truthful with me about stuff. So they, they like to have that relationship with me, um, which is something I pride myself in making with the union guys. The internal office is non-union. So uh, all of our administrators, project managers, management, um, HR, none of us are union. Um, working internally in the office, but you have to have the knowledge of the union world because of the field being union. Um, it, the, the wages are all over the place, uh, so we have to be very competitive, especially when it comes to pricing outside of Illinois, because in my opinion, based off wages I have seen, um, Chicago has some of the highest wages. So when we're taking Chicago, say, and bringing them out to Virginia, you have to make sure that you are treating your Chicago guys fair enough for them to actually go. I don't know if that makes sense. And you want to make sure that you're keeping and paying the people out there good enough to, they normally pay over scale out there to keep the good people when you decide to have the Chicago people come back. So I'm not sure if that makes a ton of sense there, but there's many levels of the union. There really are. Um, they've been great to work with. It's been a very big learning curve for me, should I say. <laughs> yeah, and and I would I would highlight for anyone who's not aware of, um, so not only in the wages across um, state lines, but wouldn't you agree that the different union shops across state lines also have different rules in yes. terms of what days, what hours comprise their work week. Um, and you have to be able to manage um, what the different local rules are across right. state lines. Correct. And it also changes when you go to the different levels of gas distribution. So when you're in the regular distribution world versus the transmission world, their work days are Monday through Sunday. And so we have to pay them by a certain day of the week. And then distribution can be based on our regular payroll um, schedule. So those are also um, things that you have to monitor. And when you uh, contribute, do their contributions. I have some unions I have to do on a weekly basis. I have some unions I have to do on a monthly basis. And then I have some unions that just have different rules for their contributing. And then some are online, some are still on paper. 
Some don't even have paper and I have to submit a regular Excel spreadsheet breaking out their benefits so the union can see that we're actually paying each employee each individual benefit. It is Amy, a you're impressing crazy me. world. You're impressing me more and more. <laughs> and the fact that you are the manager to two companies running the union shops is highly, highly impressive. So yes. uh, on that note, in looking at your CV, you know, you've grown from office administrator to completely rebuilding Pipe Strong's HR department into the professional office that it is today. Um, tell me some of the innovations or some of the things you're looking to do or that you did put into place to kind of remake, rebrand the department. Uh, coming in originally starting as the administrator, uh, my boss really helped. Uh, mold me into the position. And then from there, I went on and continued my education and received my certifications, which really helped me boost the ideas that I wanted for the company. So one of the biggest problems that I'm sure any construction company has is the communication between the office and the field. Um, and when I one of the first things I was able to bring in and implement was our HRIS system, which is our uh, human resources information system, which I implemented Bamboo HR. And actually what it allows me to do is the guys can upload, I can do all my onboarding through it digitally. I upload all of their pay stubs to it so they can access them at any time. Uh, I can actually send out announcements, which is something I use quite often to the whole workforce, or I can just send it to certain people that I need to send it to, whether it's just the foreman. Uh, the, a lot of the guys really enjoy using Bamboo HR. It's super easy and has made the app is super is easy and it makes it easy for them to communicate back with us. That's uh, great. One of the other things that I uh, helped implement is our safety point program. Uh, if anybody knows in the utility industry, you know, safety is the number one goal of any contractor. And so what we do is we give each employee one safety point for every safe hour worked. So if you do the math, I mean, that's quite a bit that they would receive within a quarter, which is when we updated our safety points is on a quarterly basis, which allows them to take those points and actually go on a special website that we had designed to purchase PipeStrong merchandise or H1O merchandise, sweatshirts, t-shirts, hats, jackets, bags, all sorts of stuff. And our guys in the field really do love that also. They like it even more when I change things up or add stuff for the wives or for the kids, which I've recently started doing, which they love to give me pointers if there's things they feel they would like to see out there on that also. I like to take that information from them. I feel it's important for them to want to go on that website and use those points and work safely. I mean, that's key. I mean, a company will not survive if they are having safety issues or OSHA issues or any of that sort of stuff. So it's very important for us to promote it. Yes. A hundred percent agree. And I think all employees um, ultimately want to work in a safe environment, but to have that extra incentive where um, they can see the value um, of being safe and getting rewarded for it, I think is right. a huge innovation. And I yeah. congratulate you on putting that into place. Um, that's wonderful. Um, so let's turn the conversation over to you, okay? okay. Because 
I'm a female in, you know, an environmental field, and I certainly recognize um, that it is traditionally a male-dominated industry. And you yourself um, have been in this industry working with various companies for quite a while. So Mm -hmm. tell me how you ended up getting started, um, you know, really in the environmental slash energy um, sector. Um, well, I first honestly started working at a heating and air conditioning company that we worked on multi-million dollar homes, putting in heating and air conditioners. And that really got me into understanding the little bits of it. And then I found Pipestrong, who was looking for the administrator side of things. And going into that is where I really started getting involved in the energy industry, um, learning a lot about the gas utility companies, the regulations, the rules that they require uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, people working in people or I'm sorry, employees working in their field, uh, the OQs, as they call them, or qualifications that are required. You don't see, as you say, a lot of females um, out there. I have I have met quite a few, and they're very strong-willed, and they are out there, and they are, um, you know, checking job sites and dealing with your your foreman out there and your general foreman and all of them. And and I have learned so much. Um, I did go to the conference they had last year in Texas, which taught me so much more about the co- different contractors out there in the energy energy industry. And a lot of the ways things are going, like how things might be changing in the future. And in my position to continue is, you know, there's so much information out there that, you know, somebody in my position really needs to continue to learn about the industry. And that's really what I've been trying to do, you know, um, learning more about the industry, getting involved more where I can or you know, reading articles or podcasts on, right. on, on things I can to help educate myself. So that's great. Um, yeah. I agree. Continued education is definitely key, especially in a fast changing industry mm-hmm. that, you know, environmental energy, natural gas. I mean, those are hugely changing industries. Yeah. And, you know, definitely we can go back to that in a minute or so. But, you know, Staying on the, you know, the female focus part of this for a minute, do you think that there are any key competencies that female leaders can bring to traditionally male-dominated sectors such as energy? Yeah, I think that a female brings different points of views and it brings in different ideas that sometimes a male dominant world doesn't look at in a certain way. I have to say us females in an industry, especially the gas and you can see things, maybe something a little bit more different. And we darn as hard headed, I guess you could say sometimes. Mm. (laughs) So we can have more ideas, you know. Right. Have you worked to bring some of that diversity into Pipestrong? I have, you know, um, I'm definitely have to say that I am more involved in all of the upper management uh, meetings, you know, or if people have ideas, I've asked them they, and they need to bring it to, especially if, you know, in the female world, they need to bring it to management or bring it up if it's something that's going to change the way things are or that need to be changed that's great yeah 
That's great. I, I, so, I really do. I, I like to have try to have everybody involved. That's great. No, I, I think having everybody have a voice at the table definitely brings um, different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And certainly not having the table be filled with all males brings, you know, a unique perspective as well. Right. Um, right. What would be a piece of advice that you would give to, let's say, a younger female, a younger female working her way up in this industry? Stay educated, stay confident, you know, believe your now believe and understand your knowledge. And when you are talking about something and don't, how's the word? If you don't know the answer, be honest about it and then find the answer. Somebody's going to respect you more if you're not saying, no, I'm right, I'm right. And then all of a sudden you're wrong when you can be like, I think it's this, but you know what? Let me double check it with that and I'll get back to you on that. You need to have that confidence about behind the data that you're presenting anytime you're trying to give an answer. And then continue your education, continue your knowledge. It's all very important. Make sure you're well-spoken when you're in meetings and you're having conversations with upper management about important things, especially with the company. These are yeah, great pieces, great pieces of advice. Yeah. Yeah. Confidence. And then the knowledge to know what, you know, deliver it succinctly, but also also have the equal confidence to say, I'm not sure the answer, but I can get that answer for you. Correct. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, I want to congratulate you again on being so accomplished to a point where you're running the HR departments of two different companies. <laughs> hugely, hugely impressive, especially in this industry. Um, before we go, we have a tradition at the Think Factory that we like to ask all of our guests one question, which is what keeps you up at night? So mm -hmm. I would like to ask you that question really from two different perspectives. One is the perspective of, you know, Kim Fisher, HR manager, but also the perspective of, you know, Pipestrong as, you know, a leader in the natural gas industry in terms of industry trends, you know, what keeps them up at night? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say one of the things that has always kept me up at night and just being an HR professional is the satisfaction of our employees. I don't, like to know and not do something about it if our employees whether they be in the field or in the office are not happy at where you are i mean i've worked at companies where i'm not happy where i'm at which i think is maybe what's really pushed me to continue to strive myself and grow myself that i want our employees to be happy and if I, you can't satisfy everybody, but if there's something I can do, whether it's a conversation with somebody or it's a slight change on something, I want to be able to do that, you know, and I need to be able to hear those things. And if employees are just think we're the worst place to work or we need improvement, I need to know that and I need to do what I can as an HR manager to improve those items. Okay, now, that's great. On a pipe strong side or say H1O technology side, I would have to say, you know, the direction of the industry, of the energy industry as it is now, you know, there's been a lot of budget cuts with a lot of the larger 
um, gas utilities. And I'm not sure where that leads us in the future. I mean, gas is always going to be a part of everybody in the world. It's just a very hilly up down slope. I'm starting to learn as of being part of the industry for five years, you know, full on. So I, I like, I don't want to lose our good employees. I don't want to lose our good union employees. We have some fantastic, you know, foremen out there and general foremen, and I would hate to lose them. So I really, it, I really would like to be able to keep what we have, but not knowing the future of the energy, energy industry right now because of all the budget cuts. I also can't blame them if they were to look at different direction. So that as a company is something that really makes me nervous and keeps me up at night. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, though, is that, you know, natural gas um, is a completely um, important, critical commodity that will always be necessary. Right regardless uh, of what's happening in government or in, you know, on but the budgetary side. Yeah. Um, and I think as long as you keep offering these types of innovative um, reward programs and things that mm-hmm. you're doing, I, I think you're definitely on the right track. So, yeah. And then that's all my goal is. I mean, we, we like, I, you know, one of the other, we do, a, we do like a big thing where we get all of the, the corporate and union guys together you know, we weren't able to do it last year, but the goal is to be able to do it this year because it, they like to feel that appreciation and they like to see our face, you know, and that's important, you know, so things like that. I agree. Innovative, new things, keep them happy, talk to them. It, it's important as an HR manager to have those conversations and those relationships with all employees, whether in the corporate world or, or out in the field. It's, you know, my phone is always open. They always know to call me. I was on vacation and I was answering my phone to all of them because that's what I do. <laughs> yes, part of the job. Mm-hmm. I am yeah. um, loved talking to you, Kim, today. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time today to breaking down, you know, your rise in the industry, um, you know, female considerations in the industry and just, you know, um, Pipe Strong itself. Um, so thank you again for your time today. Thank you for having me. And this has been fun. So I Great. hope I can give some people some different knowledge. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Well, be sure and check out um, other Women's Roundtable podcasts so you can learn how women think big and grow their business. I'm Laura Saclari, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks.